Good morning and welcome to the Proactive IT Cybersecurity Daily number 67. It is Monday, February 17, 2020. I'm your host, Scott Gumbar, and you say it's your birthday. This podcast is brought to you by Nuage Tech, a client-focused and security-minded IT consultant based in Central Connecticut. You can visit us at nuagetech.com. That's N-W-A-J-Tech.com. All right, another fun-filled Monday morning for your IT geeks and business owners around the world. Let's get started. ZDNet reports Iranian hackers have been hacking VPN servers to plant backdoors in companies around the world. And 2019 will be remembered as the year when major security bugs were disclosed in a large number of enterprise VPN servers such as those sold by Pulse, Secure, Palo Alto Networks, Fortinet, and Citrix. A new report published today reveals that Iran's government-backed hacking units have made a top priority last year to exploit VPN bugs as soon as they became public in order to infiltrate and plant backdoors in companies all over the world. According to a report from Israeli cybersecurity firm ClearSky, Iranian hackers have targeted companies from the IT, telecommunications, oil and gas, aviation, government, and security sectors. So something to look forward to if you have not patched those, any of the, you know, those VPN vulnerabilities that are out there, you're going to want to take care of that because as you can see, and I'm sure Iran is not the only government or hacking group targeting those things. On threat post, Apple iPhone users targeted with bogus dating app for Valentine's Day. So that's nice. A malicious email campaign aimed at iPhone owners is making the rounds this week using a bouquet of different themes to scam victims just in time for Valentine's Day, including a fake dating app. The gambit began begins far afield from romance, however, with an email from Nerve Review claiming to offer a miracle cure for neuropathy. The interesting thing about the about this is that the email body is a picture completely static. You cannot copy the contents and paste it elsewhere, according to Friday Post from researchers at Bitdefender who uncovered the campaign. The sender wants to keep us inside the email body, clicking the malicious links inside. So uh, then it goes on to talk more about the scam. This is on Threat Post. Um also on threat post, hackers can seize control of a ballot cast using the votes voting app researchers say. Flaws in the blockchain app some states plan to use in the 2020 election follow bad actors to alter or cancel, I'm sorry, allow bad actors to alter or cancel someone's vote or expose their private info. So this is the voting app v- votes, V-O-A-T-Z. Um, so obviously there's some work to be done there. Threat post SMS phishing campaign targets mobile bank app users in North America. Customers of RBC, HSBC, TD, Meridian, BNC, and Chase are targeted in the latest attack. A mobile phishing campaign that targeted customers of more than a dozen North American banks, including Chase, Royal Bank of Canada, and TD Bank, managed to hook nearly 4,000 victims. The attackers used an automated SMS tool to blast bogus security text messages to mobile phone users between June and, and last month, so six-month, seven-month time frame there. Mobile security firm Lookout identified the mobile first phishing campaign and said that victims were sent text messages claiming that their bank detected suspicious activity tied to their account. The SMS-based messages each included a link to one of over 200 phishing pages. The phishing pages are built to look legitimate on mobile with login pages mirroring mobile banking app application layouts and sizing as well as included links like mobile banking security and privacy or activate mobile banking, wrote Lookout researchers Aprova Kumar, staff security intelligence engineer 
and Kirsten Del Rosso, senior security intelligence engineer. Um, now, <laughs> phishing for bank account information is not new, and neither is the SMS. I've seen it before. Um, just the same thing I always say. Think before you click. Don't click on it. Just, just manually go to the website. Um, we have a couple of updates from CISA, North Korean Malicious Cyber Activity, Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. The FBI and the Department of Defense have identified the following malware variants used by North Korean government. The U.S. government refers to malicious cyber activity by the North Korean government as hidden cobra. So you have Hoplite, Bistromath, or Bistromath, Slick Shoes, Hot Croissant, Art, Full Pea, Buffet Line, and Crowded Flounder. Um, you should, there's links to each, um, each one so that you can learn more about it. But so these are the things that uh, the United States government has identified North Korea as using to attack, I would assume, not just government agencies, but also commercial enterprises and so forth. And then also be careful, cautious of the romance scams. I just reported one that they found on iPhones. This Valentine's Day, the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency reminds users to be wary of internet romance scams, cyber criminals partaking in this type of fraud, target victims, gain their confidence, and convince them to transfer funds when online dating. Use caution and never send gifts or money to someone you have not met in person. Sister encourages online daters to review the Federal Trade Commission's alert. It's not true love if they ask for money and watch the FTC video online romance imposter scams. For more information, review Sister's tip on staying safe on social networking sites. If you believe you have been a victim of a romance scam, file a report with the online dating site, the FTC, and the FBI. Um, on bleeping computer, targeted phishing attack aims for well-known corporate brands. A targeted phishing attack using SLK attachments is underway against 13 companies with some of them being well-known brands to gain access to their corporate networks. Being able to compromise a large corporate network is a goldmine for threat actors as it allows them to steal corporate secrets and pr private financial documents, perform enterprise ransomware attacks, and to steal files to be used in blackmail attempts. A new phishing campaign discovered by a malware hunter team has been targeting 13 companies with specially crafted emails that pretend to be from the company's vendor or client. And here's a list of those companies. So A to B, Australia Limited, Asarco LLC, Ausnet Services, Bega Cheese, Bach Group, Glad Products, Hasbro, Hydrotite, Iridium, Messer LLC, Neutral Bank, Pact Group, and Sappy North America. So this looks like it's spread across a few different countries, um, but those, those companies are targeted. I'm going to add to that. Uh, every company is a target and companies are receiving phishing emails and don't even know they're receiving them, which can be scary. Bleeping Computer reports that Microsoft has confirmed that Windows 10 KB4524244 has some issues and pulled the update. So the Microsoft pulled the standalone KB4524244 security update today, February 15, 2020. From that was so that was Saturday from Windows update after confirming users reports about freezes, boot problems, and installation issues since it was released on February 11th. Um, I have not experienced that, so I don't know if they'll just there is a workaround available too. So the workaround is um, select the start button on Windows desktop search and type update history and select so they want you to uninstall the update. I did need to uninstall the update on a few client computers because it was preventing Outlook from, from operating correctly. 
Um, but I did not experience this issue. So that is out there. That's KB452-4244. If you did install it and are experiencing the issues, you can re uninstall it by going to update history. View your update history. Look for KB452-4244 and uninstall it. Um, bleeping computer. So this is sort of a HIPAA plastics. It's not HIPAA because it's not DUS, but it, it's... It, it's, it's uh, similar. Plastic surgery patient photos info exposed by leaky database. So this is the second time we're hearing something like this where these photos are exposed. Um, the first time was a ransomware attack. Hundreds of thousands of documents with plastic surgery patients, personal information, and highly sensitive photos were exposed online by an improperly secured AWS S3 bucket. Next motion is a French plastic surgery tech firm that provides imaging and patient management services that help 170 plastic surgery clinics from 35 countries document, digitize, and market their practices. The company promises to the clients before and after imaging issues, reassure your patients, simplify your data management, and improve your e-reputation. Well, that's not going to improve anything. Next motion is an ecosystem based on medical cloud, which allows you to sort, store, and access your data wherever you are, the company sites say. In that sense, all your data is covered in the highest requested security level as it's hosted in France on servers authorized by the hot Autorité de Sante, French Health Authority, in our case, AWS, who is certified. That is accurate. However, if you don't secure the bucket, then that's not AWS's fault, and they will they will tell you that. Um, it is not their fault. It is your fault. Uh, and then finally, we do have a couple of breach reports. We're going to start the week off right with a breach with two breach reports. So we have malware attack disable servers at Physician Network affiliated with Boston Children's Hospital, Monday, February tenth. So hey, that was pretty quick of pr quick turnaround, seven days. It will actually shorten that because this was reported on Friday. So a four day turnaround. Pediatric Physicians Organization of Children's. PPOC, a physician group affiliated with Boston Children's Hospital, experienced a malware attack that caused a system outage, which prevented its 500-plus pediatricians, nurse practitioners, and physician's assistants from accessing patient data and scheduling calendars. PPOC has approximately 200 servers, 11 of which were impacted by the attack. IT teams at PPOC and Boston Children's Hospital worked swiftly to contain the malware, and the affected servers have now been quarantined. Servers unaffected by the attack were shut down as a precautionary measure. Boston Children's Hospital issued a statement confirming its systems were unaffected by the attack. Patients were advised to reschedule non-urgent appointments as health records cannot be accessed until the malware is removed and the servers are brought back online. Children's Hospital issued a statement on Wednesday saying progress was being made restoring the servers, but it was still unclear how long the recovery process would take. PPOC has over 100 practices across the state of Massachusetts and serves more than 350,000 patients. It is currently unclear what type of malware was involved and whether it allowed hackers to gain access to patient data. So we'll, I'm sure we'll hear more about that. And then Central Kansas Orthopedic Group suffers ransomware attack. Central Kansas Orthopedic Group, CKOG, in Great Bend, Kansas, suffered a ransomware attack in November of 2019 that resulted in the encryption of patient data, patient records. The attack was discovered on November 11, 2019. The attacker sent a ransom demand with CKOG refused to pay. All encrypted files, including patient medical records, were successfully restored from backups. A third-party forensic investigator was retained to assist with the investigation and determine whether patient data had been accessed or copied by the attackers prior to the deployment of ransomware. 
The investigation uncovered no evidence to suggest the attackers accessed or stole patient data, and no reports of data misuse have been received. Types of information that could potentially have been accessed included names, addresses, and email addresses, dates of birth, state-issued ID numbers, driver's license numbers, health information related to treatment provided by CKOG, social security numbers, and health insurance information. All affected patients have been notified by mail and offered identity theft protection services through ID experts. CKOG is now reviewing its security platform and has started implementing additional security protocols to harden its security posture. HHS Office of Civil Rights breach portal shows 17,214 patients were potentially affected by the attack. So I will say this was a, actually a pretty good job by CKOG. They had um, business continuity in place to restore from, so the backups to restore from, and um, able to recover quickly. They reported on time and and uh, actually, no, I'm sorry, This they did report late. So November 11th, it's been three months. Um, but they did recover quickly. They did report to the potential victims quickly and uh, investigated. Looks like nothing may have been accessed. Of course, they all say that. So we'll see if anything comes of that. Um, the fact that they were able to recover as quick as they did is a good sign, though. That is going to do it for the Monday morning edition of the Proactive IT Cybersecurity Daily. So until tomorrow, stay secure.